Welcome to An Encouraged Heart. This is Cynthia, and thank you for joining me for Bible study. Currently, we are studying Jesus, understanding his death and resurrection, and this study covers the final three chapters of the Gospel of Mark. If you are new to my podcast, I encourage you to go back and listen to Jesus experiencing his touch and also Jesus listening for his voice. Those two studies examined Mark chapters 1 through 13. And just so you know, you can also find the following Bible studies on my podcast, Living Victoriously in Difficult Times, Being a Disciple, Counting the Real Cost, and Loving God and Others, The Heart of True Faith. You can purchase any one of the Bible study workbooks by simply going online to Precept Ministries. The books are part of Precept's 40-minute Bible study series. I have included a link to their website in the description section of each episode. Also, you will notice as I read through the text, I will ask you to mark keywords and phrases. This method of Bible study allows us to slow down and carefully observe the passages verse by verse. This will help each one of us to better interpret and apply God's word. And now, please open your Bible or your workbook and join me in a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day that you've given us, a day to worship you, to praise you. And Lord, I just ask that as we go through this Bible study that um, your spirit would continue to minister to our hearts, open up our eyes and ears and give us understanding and wisdom of your word, Lord. Uh, We just, again, give you all honor and praise and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. We are beginning in week two, and we we will continue looking at Mark chapter 14. Uh, Before doing so, I'm going to read the opening comments for week two. And it reads, one of our favorite places to go in Jerusalem is the Garden of Gethsemane on the Mount of Olives. Gethsemane means oil press. And that garden today, under the protection of a tall iron fence, you'll find large gnarled olive trees that are believed to date back to the time of Jesus. It's truly amazing to think they still exist but that's the nature of olive trees. Years ago, there was no fence. We could roam the little garden with its wild red poppies in late spring. Then standing under the shade of those ancient trees, we would read about God's account of what happened after Jesus and the 11 left the large upper room and made their way across the Kidron Valley to the garden. That's referenced in John chapter 18 verse 1 and so of course the um the writer of this bible study is k author and david author so they're sharing their account of what they experienced moving on the last sentence here um in the introduction says let's see what mark tells us in his gospel about the events of this infamous night in history In the observation section, it says Jesus, having celebrated his final Passover, knew that his hour had come. We're going to look at Mark chapter 14, 
verses 26 through 31. And the markings that we have been asked to do is to circle all references to time or the chronological order of events, such as the word after. We're also asked to double underline any references to geographical location. Mark all references to Jesus with a cross, including pronouns and synonyms such as the word shepherd. And finally, we were asked to mark the references to the, to the disciples with an arrow going to the right. And we are to um, also watch carefully for synonyms and pronouns such as they, them, and you. Okay, so we have um, four separate markings to do in this passage. Again, we're looking at Mark chapter 14, verses 26 through 31. And it says here, After singing a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. So circle the word after, mark they with an arrow, and double underline Mount of Olives. The next verse, and Jesus said to them, you will all fall away because it is written, I will strike down the shepherd and the sheep shall be scattered. So I mark Jesus with the cross. I drew an arrow under the words, them, you. Um, also in that verse, I marked I for Jesus. Shepherd also referring to Jesus. And sheep, um, which referred to, of course, his followers or disciples. So I marked that with an arrow as well. Verse 28, but after I have been raised, I will go ahead of you to Galilee. So I circled the word after. I marked I and I for Jesus with a cross. I mark you, referring to the disciples, and I double underline Galilee. The next verse, but Peter said to him, even though all may fall away, yet I will not. So mark Peter, he's one of the disciples, so I marked that with an arrow. I marked him for Jesus. And Jesus said to him, truly I say to you, this very night before a rooster crows twice, you yourself will deny me three times. So in this verse, I marked Jesus with a cross. I marked I as well with a cross. I marked the word you with an arrow. I marked the phrase this very night and also the word before. I circle those um, words there referring to time. I also mark you and, and yourself with arrows and I mark me referring to Jesus with a cross. And the last verse, but Peter kept saying, insistently, even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And they all were saying the same thing also. So I mark Peter with an arrow um, and Peter is speaking. So I marked the word I again with an arrow, you referring to Jesus. I marked that with a cross. I, I marked that with an arrow again, referring to Peter. And I marked the word you referring to Jesus with a cross. And lastly, I marked the word they with an arrow. Okay, referring, of course, to the disciples. So there are a lot of markings there. So for continuity's sake, I'm going to reread the passage 
without interruption. And it says, after singing a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives and Jesus said to them, you will all fall away because it is written, I will strike down the shepherd and the sheep shall be scattered. But after I have been raised, I will go ahead of you to Galilee. But Peter said to him, even though all may fall away, yet I will not. And Jesus said to him, truly I say to you that this very night before a rooster crows twice, you yourself will deny me three times. But Peter kept saying insistently, even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And they all were saying the same thing also. Okay, we're going to now look at the discussion section of the passage. And it says here, according to verse 26, where did Jesus and his disciples go? Look at the map below so you have an idea of the the geographical setting. And for those of you who do not have the workbook, the heading of the map says Jerusalem of the New Testament. So you can certainly refer to your Bible map um, or go go on the internet, of course, to look at a map of Jerusalem um, during the time of the New Testament. Okay, so there we see, for those who have the workbook, the Mount of Olives um, is on the right-hand side. So we can see, for example, also um, we see the upper room. We see some other um, locations that we have read about during the course of this Bible study. But again, the Mount of Olives is is like in the upper, I would say the northeastern part of, of this map. Okay, so again, it says, where did Jesus and his disciples go? Uh, we know that they were going to the Mount of Olives. Okay, and the next question says, what did Jesus say in verses 27 and 28 was about to happen to him and to the disciples. Well, it says that the shepherd was going to be struck and the sheep were going to be scattered. So once again, Jesus is discussing his impending death. And this was a prophecy and that is referenced in Zechariah chapter 13, verse seven. Jesus also told the disciples that they were going to all fall away. He went on to say that he would be raised from the dead and will go ahead of them to Galilee. Okay. Moving on to the next question, it says here, how did Peter respond to Jesus's declaration? And of course, that was referenced um, in the next verse. And we know that Peter said um, that others may fall away, but he would not. Okay. Um, Question four, it says, what did Jesus say specifically to Peter in verse 30? And how did Peter respond? Jesus told Peter that on this very night before the rooster crows twice, that Peter would deny him three times. Peter, however, insisted that he would not deny Jesus and that he would be even willing to die with Jesus. Okay. And the next question says, what does verse 31 tell you about the apostles? And let me just reread verse 31. It says, but Peter kept saying insistently, even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And they all were saying the same thing also. So again, they all agreed um, with what Peter was saying. 
that they would not deny the Lord and that they would even be willing to die with, with the Lord, with Jesus. And the last question says, when you stop and think about what you've just read, what does it tell you about Jesus? Well, it certainly tells us that he's all-knowing. Um, he knows our hearts. He certainly knew the hearts and thoughts of his followers, his closest um, followers, his disciples. Um, he also knew, of course, the, the plan that um, God the Father had for him, and he was willing to fulfill that plan. He was willing to die for the sins of the world. He also knew that he would um, be raised from the dead as well. I am going to conclude our study for today. I pray that today's lesson was a blessing to you. If so, I encourage you to share this Bible study with a friend. And if you would like to share your thoughts on today's verses, please leave a comment wherever you listen to An Encouraged Heart. For those of you who are new listeners, you can find An Encouraged Heart on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, and several other social media platforms. You can even ask Alexa to play An Encouraged Heart on Apple Podcast. Take care, and I look forward to you joining me next time. God bless.